Welcome to the Chronically Online Podcast. I'm your host, Adela Sebastian. On this podcast, I will be discussing issues and fascinating trends on the app TikTok. Occasionally, I will have some guests on the show to provide some different perspectives on current trends. For this final episode, I'll be talking about my biggest gripes with TikTok and how I think it should be improved. I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to the Chronically Online Podcast. I'm your host, Adela Sebastian, and this is the final episode where I will be talking about some of my personal pet peeves about TikTok because I've just seen a lot of stuff lately that's really been irritating me and my classmates and I were part of the midweek midweek meltdown podcast where we were just talking about our biggest pet peeves and we had like two pages full of stuff that we we weren't able to get through all of it and I was kind of a little disappointed because I wanted to talk about a lot of stuff about some things that personally bother me a lot about social media so I thought it'd be a good idea for this final episode to just kind of go through uh, the list of all the stuff that I just really find irritating about TikTok. So yeah, let's go ahead. So my first thing on the list is just how TikTok does not take bullying and harassment seriously enough on that app. I mean, I think it's kind of well known if you're on that app that if you go to the TikTok comments, there's usually going to be at least a couple people commenting on something about the person's in the video, like usually their voice or their appearance or it's it's pretty much just like playground insults. And I'm not sure who is saying all this stuff. I assume it's like teenagers because it's hard for me to believe that like grown ass adults are going on this app and like picking apart someone's appearance or just something that they can't even change about themselves. It's hard for me to believe that like grown adults are just doing that. So from what I assume, it's teenagers or like kids. Um, But the annoying thing is that when I try to report this stuff, TikTok never, almost never like actually takes action against these people. I've kind of given up reporting people on TikTok at this point because almost every single time I do it, I'll get a notification a couple hours later that says, oh, we've, we've, we've viewed this and there was no violation found. And I've reported racists on that app. I've reported fatphobic people, transphobic people, homophobic people, people who uh, romanticize serial killers. And almost always nothing is ever, you know, done about that stuff. So pretty much TikTok is able to like host all these awful people on the app and they can pretty much freely say what they want without consequences which is irritating because it's also very well known that if you're a woman on that app or you're female presenting and you show a little bit of skin uh they'll use tiktok will probably take it down or at least like strike your um your account i mean i know so many people personally who have tiktoks who have just had their stuff like deleted by tiktok because they found a violation even though it was nothing serious um So TikTok is just kind of, I think, very well known for taking down the wrong type of content because this morning I saw a literal right supremacist on that app. I mean, these people can go on their accounts, have profile pictures that are literally white supremacist imagery, and nothing happens to them. And they can go on these comments where I recently saw, I believe this girl who went to Italy with her boyfriend and her boyfriend's family, and her boyfriend was Asian, and they were on a train, and these two Italian girls were saying racist things to them. I think they were pulling their eyes back, I guess, in a way to mock the Asian boyfriend, and they were laughing about it, and this girl the entire time was just recording them laughing at her boyfriend and her boyfriend's family, and so many comments were saying, like, this is good. Like, 
thankfully like these people are like protecting their country like this is good that basically saying like it's a good thing that you know people of color shouldn't be shouldn't feel welcomed in italy they should i literally could not believe it it was like i was transported back to like 2015 2016 youtube where you know like white supremacists were just freely allowed to post about what they wanted thankfully youtube was able to like start striking that content down but it is just awful on tiktok and it's sad because a lot of these accounts they look like they're very young like when they show their faces which i rarely do but when they do they look like they're 13 14 15 and it's just like you you have to think to yourself like how are they finding out about this stuff they're probably finding out about this stuff on tiktok because i mean it, it for, for me that's just the most logical reason like they just see the stuff on tiktok and then tiktok bombards them with that stuff because the algorithm is so sensitive and the algorithm knows if you see one video and you spend a little too much time on it they're gonna be like okay i'm gonna recommend that to you so pretty much these like kids or i assume these are kids are probably force fed this type of content and then start to become radicalized and you know, start posting white supremacist content on their TikToks or commenting racist stuff. They pretty much know that like nothing's going to happen to their accounts because I can count on my fingers how many times this type of stuff has actually been taken down when I report it. Like three times. Like if I go into the app right now and I look through all the reports I've done, probably three videos are going to say violations found. Everything else is going to say no violation found. It's just, it's, it's unbelievable because usually other social media apps are better at taking down this type of stuff. Like like Twitter. Twitter, for example, if you report something that has a slur in it or is just straight up like racism, but if it's like straight up white supremacist propaganda or white supremacist content, usually they will at least lock the account and Twitter will be like, if you want your account back, you have to delete this type of stuff. I'm not sure if... I'm not sure about suspensions, but I know that they're very good about locking these accounts at least until they take down this type of stuff. TikTok just just doesn't do that. I just, I don't understand how an app like Twitter is better at removing this type of content better than TikTok. I think another thing that really bothers me is how TikTok just really shortens your attention span. I already have a pretty short attention span. It's probably just you know, because I have ADHD, so it's always been a thing. But I think TikTok, TikTok has actually kind of worsened it. Like, YouTube is different because, you know, a lot of content recently that's been getting very, very popular is, like, are, like, videos that have, like, multiple parts to it or videos that are at least over 30 minutes long. I mean, like, video essays on YouTube are, like, a big thing now. A lot of people are watching them. So, on YouTube, like, you know, you can scroll through different parts of the video if you're ever bored or you just want to skip through it. But TikTok, like, forces you to watch an extremely short clip and sometimes it'll let you scroll through it but only if it's more than two minutes and i've noticed a lot of people in the comments are like you didn't get straight to the point so i i switched off this video or like you took forever to get to the point like hurry up please and i can't even scroll through this video because it's too short it's it's just it's personally even bothered like i even get bothered when i see this type of stuff because if i see someone doing like a story time on tiktok or something that's a big thing that people do on tiktok if if they're if the person's like talking about the context so much like if they're trying to set up the scene before they tell the story i will get very irritated and i will probably scroll like away because i'm just like i i don't want to listen to that or you know people in the comments would be like i watched it and this is what happened there are accounts straight up dedicated to watching story times and then summarizing it in like five or ten seconds. So whoever, you know, wanted to watch that video but 
couldn't because it was too long can just go to these people's accounts and then see like oh in this story time this is what happened and then this happened and then that's it so and then everyone in the comments is like thank you so much you saved me because <laughs> i don't want to watch that whole video which i mean i don't i think it, those accounts do help me because you know it, it is nice i don't want to constantly be like watching all these story times you know where it takes forever to get to the point but also it's a little bit sad that we have to do that we can't just like wait a couple more seconds you know and i do believe tiktok is probably the problem <laughs> probably the reason why people's attention spans are so short i mean i was just talking about it in my um in my episode with nick my second episode we were talking about the family guy pipeline incident i mean there are probably hundreds of hundreds or that i don't know about thousands but there are a bunch of accounts on tiktok dedicated to posting clips from episodes of different tv shows and then in the bottom of the screen there'll be like an oddly satisfying video or like someone playing minecraft or someone playing subway surfers so to get the viewer to stay on the screen so they can finish watching the clip of the tv show or the movie because if someone sees a clip let's say on like twitter or instagram if they see a clip of a TV show that they've never seen before and it's kind of long, you know, you're probably going to be like, I don't want to watch that. But if you see, if you go on TikTok and you see a clip of a show and it's kind of interesting and there's a oddly satisfying video right below it, you know, you're going to want to continue watching it. And people are going to be commenting saying, where's the next part? I want to watch the next part. Or they'll be like, what's the show? I want to watch it now. So it's very good marketing for these types of TV shows. It's not done by the TV shows. It's just done by random people. <laughs> but, um... I mean, I've seen a lot of resurgence in like people talking about Modern Family, Young Sheldon, Chicago Med. My personal favorite's probably Modern Family. I love that show, so I don't mind watching these videos sometimes. But it is a little scary how there has to be like a stimulating video right below it. And it's just making me wonder, like, is this gonna affect like like the next generation? Like where they can't focus on something unless they're watching another thing in the background. I mean I know I was talking in the last episode about how I kind of find it annoying when people bring up that they have ADHD all the time. I think it's an ADHD thing for me where I do find it hard to listen to a lecture by my, one of my professors without doing something with my hands or without looking at my screen or scrolling on something random. Like I will usually what helps me is I'll listen to a lecture by, uh, that my professor is saying and at the same time I'm on Wikipedia just scrolling <laughs> just looking at the screen, but I'm not really taking any of this thing, anything on the screen in. I'm listening to my professor, but just having my eyes on the screen, I don't know, something about the multitasking just really helps me. Um, but it is a little bit scary that probably kids that are younger than me are going to be affected by stuff like this or like where they need to be like watching something. I mean, like iPad babies is like a big thing that I've heard about now where, I mean, I go out in public and I see like little, I see like not babies, but like toddlers and they're just watching like something on an iPad, like in public, like when they're with their family. Like I can't imagine doing that as a kid. My mom would not let me take our family iPad out to like a restaurant and like me just watch something while, you know, we're eating. Like she'd be like, no, why are you doing that? You need to like eat with us. You need to talk to us. But it is just a little bit scary to see like these families um, have to bring out so much stuff for, for the toddler to like not, you know, get upset or get cranky or something in public. So... <sighs> That's a little bit, that's something that bothers me about TikTok. I do feel like it's um, affecting our brains a little bit too much. Another thing that really bothers me is TikTok language. It's usually just, so every once in a while, there'll be like a popular sound on TikTok that gets very, very popular and it'll get like hundreds and thousands of people like using that sound to make different videos uh, of like, you know, talking about different things. Or if it's like a sound of a meme, 
you know, you'll go around and you'll hear people like in your classroom say that type of stuff, like bombastic side eye. Like what, what does that even mean? And I've like, I've seen it on TikTok. I've heard people say it on TikTok. And now I go out and I hear people in my classroom saying it. And it's just like, I don't know why you're saying that right now. It just, it's kind of annoying to, to hear that stuff out in public. I think another thing would be people who watch TikToks without wearing headphones in public. So something that's really annoying is that most people, when they're on TikTok, just scroll like through videos. It'll take some time before, you know, you want to stick on, you want to st- stay watching a video because, you know, you'll watch the first couple seconds and be like, I don't want to watch this. And you scroll past it. People who do that in public with the volume all the way up bother me so much because it's, it's distracting. <laughs> Like, I don't know if I'm in class and I'm trying to work on something and I hear someone on TikTok and I just hear them like them scrolling through videos. It's just bother- it just bothers me a lot. Another thing that I think um, really bothers me is people who dox other people on that app. Doxing has been a thing. OK, so I was on t- like Twitter in like 2016, 2017, 2018 when people started to first do this, you know, where they would post a video of someone being really rude to them someone doing something really awful and they'll post it on social media and then within like like within a couple not not even a couple hours but probably less than that they'll find out where the person works the school they go the school they went to their friends their facebook their private like you know social medias they'll like find these people and just straight up like just dox them pretty much sometimes these people's lives can be ruined just by like someone posting a video without any clear context or just they posted it because they I don't know I mean people just people are posting every single time someone is rude to them in public or doesn't or something someone does something wrong in public or just in their personal lives they have to post about it on social media and then those people get a like thousands of messages because you know people found their like where they work and their school and stuff like that and it's like where is this energy for people who really deserve this type of stuff because they're like there was recently, this is a very big thing on TikTok. I was seeing this all across like social media platforms. There was this girl at like a baseball game and she, her friend was taking pictures of her. I think she was like holding like a hot dog or something. She wanted to get pictures for her Instagram or something. And then in the rows behind her, these two girls were like, like kind of mocking her, like throwing up their middle finger, like slyly. And apparently they were saying stuff under their breath, like lame, this is lame. And the girl that was having pictures taken of her was hearing all this stuff. And apparently she was very upset. People took this way too seriously. I mean, I understand. That was very, very rude of them to do. If I was out in public and I asked my friend to take pictures of me and there were people behind me pointing the middle finger at me, like saying stuff under their breath, of course I would get upset. Maybe I'd confront them and be like, hey, what's your problem? But I wouldn't post about it online to millions of people. Because, like, I don't think it was that serious. And this was, like, tearing social media apart because I was seeing people on Twitter saying these pe- these girls got what they deserved because they knew they were on, they knew they were being recorded. So, like, this is just, this is just the consequences of their actions. And then I saw other people saying, like, where is this energy for people who actually deserve to be quote-unquote doxxed? Because, like, this is crazy. Like, just because someone was rude to you in public, you're just going to post about them and then have thousands and thousands and thousands of people find out where they work, where they went to school, message the president of their college, 
message their employer, review bomb the place that they work until they get fired. And I think one of the places that the one of the girls worked at, I it said on Google Maps, it permanently closed. Probably because they were getting so many reviews and they couldn't handle it. So you're just going to bring in some innocent people into this, like p- people who need to have a job who or like working at these places who aren't even really associated with these people you're just going to bring them involved and just kind of ruin their lives too it doesn't make any sense i just think pe- people are too used to putting their personal drama on social media for everyone to see and some stuff just doesn't need to be said D- some stuff doesn't need to be put on social media there have been many people in my life that have done me dirty and sometimes i'm just like Ugh, why did they do that to me? I'm still really upset about it after all these years. I just, I don't think I would ever really, okay, the only thing that I can think of that I would really post about on social media is like, if someone was like being racist or being like a bigot in public, like being very, very, very hurtful. And like, I understand that because, you know, there's a whole thing on like Reddit called public freakout where people will post videos of people quote unquote freaking out in public, which is like, if it's if they're okay if they're if they're a bigot if they're racist if they're transphobic if they're like yelling at you in public and then yeah i understand (laughs) but like i just think some people should keep stuff more private social media has really made people so comfortable with exposing people um for reasons that don't even need to be really shared online i mean (laughs) I think another thing that really bothers me is people who just record people in public, um, like those man on the street interviews, they, they'll just go up to them with like a camera and a mic in their face and like try to get them to say something. And then, and like, they'll make fun of them in the comments. A big thing is like those really irritating, like manosphere, man on the street videos where a bunch of like, oh my God, there was one that I saw recently where there's one that I saw recently where this guy was like, going up to these girls and asking them about like relationships going up to these girls and being like if a girl wears makeup is that false advertising or just kind of baiting them with these questions into until they say something that's it's like these questions aren't really about like trying to get more perspectives on things it's literally just trying to bait these girls so then people in the comments can like attack their appearance or make fun of them or use this to further claim that all women are the problem it's just it's messed up and they, these girls probably don't even know that like these YouTube channels or these TikTok accounts that they're going to be posted on, they're, they, don't, they probably don't know the audience. I mean, if, if you went up to a girl with a camera and a mic, baited her with these questions and then told her, oh yeah, here's my account. You want to look at it? You want to look at the comments? Who is going to want to agree to be on that channel or that account? Like no one's going to want to, but of course, you know, they're being very sneaky about it to bait these girls into saying something dumb on camera so then people can attack them (laughs) but it's a it's a big thing that really bothers me also some people are just not comfortable with being on camera especially people in the gym who record themselves like i go to the gym sometimes i understand it you want to post videos of you like looking really good in the gym but to just record random people in the gym is not cool and i've seen that a lot people on like the on the treadmills or just whatever in their gym clothes they'll get like pictures taken of them and people will like make fun of them like if i went to a gym and i saw that i was in the background of someone's video of them doing whatever i'd like i'd just leave i would not want to be on camera like i understand you want to post pictures for your accounts or whatever but like i don't want to be in that and you should at least ask 
if someone's like in the background of the video, you should at least ask them or tell them like, hey, I'm recording. Is it okay if you're in this? And then they'll be like, no, I'm not. Or yeah, it's fine. It's it's it takes only a couple seconds to ask someone if they're okay with being on camera, because the thing about TikTok is people are so mean for no reason. I mean, someone will just like I saw a TikTok once recently where this guy was complaining that he saw an ad where an obese lady was working out and he was like, TikTok is glorifying obesity. And this lady was in workout clothes working out. She was she she was in an ad for gym clothes. And he was still complaining about her glorifying obesity. But these are the same types of people that'll be like, that'll go up to random fat people in public and be like, you need to lose weight. This is unhealthy. Why, why are you, why do you look like that? Why aren't you taking control of your health? But then when someone actually wants to, you know, take better control of their health, quote unquote, and start working out, then that's a bad thing. Then they're glorifying obesity. I mean, people on TikTok just want to have an excuse to like make fun of people who are conventionally unattractive because there are so 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 many like videos i've seen of people just making fun of the way someone's body shape is it, it bothers me so much people on that app need to learn how to keep their comments to themselves like i'm pretty uncomfortable with being on camera and i don't go around taking videos of myself and if someone wants to take a video of me in it, I'll probably be like, I don't want to be in it. Or can you not show that to anyone? Um, so probably, and because I know, I know for a fact, if I get posted in one of these videos, someone's going to probably comment about my appearance. One of the last things that bothers me a lot is the rise in transphobia on TikTok. It's gotten really, really, really bad, which I didn't even know how this started to like get really rampant on TikTok. Because I remember it being bad on YouTube, you know, where people like Blair White, who is literally a trans woman, will go around calling people the T-slur if they don't look, you know, as the gender that they're trying to present as. Just kind of digging into their appearances and calling them, you know, all these awful slurs. Doesn't I thought that type of stuff would would be like, you know, at least monitored by social media accounts that that type of stuff could get taken down but on tiktok it's just rampant i mean there's a there's a girl i believe she's just a social media influencer i think she was invited to the white house too her name is dylan mulvaney she's a trans woman um i think she recently transitioned she was posting videos of like day whatever whatever number of of being a girl and it's her like talking about her experiences um after transitioning and for some reason people care about this girl so much that they're making these videos attacking her for literally just pretty much existing on that app. I don't even think she's going around like talking about politics all that much or talking about like issues all that much. It's literally just her like in a dress or her dancing or her, I don't know, just literally talking about her experience as a trans woman that triggers people so much for some reason. I think there was two really recent things that happened where she, I believe had Tampax send a box of tampons to her for her to advertise. For some reason, that triggered people so much. I have no idea why. This is something that still boggles my mind. It's been going on for a a while now. Why are people so upset about that? She was just doing an ad. And she, I think, I believe she was talking about how like, hey, you know, for people who menstruate, like you should always, you should carry tampons on you to give to people who menstruate. You know, it's it's a good thing to have that around just in case, you know, someone forgets that or something. I believe that's what was happening. And people were ripping into her saying like, really, Tampax? You're going to put a trans woman 
you're gonna make her the face of a of this these box of tampons you're really gonna do that how insulting to a real woman are you kidding me do you honestly care about this stuff so much I really don't think you care about this so much because tampons, you're really going to get so affected by someone advertising a box of tampons. She's not even the face of it. Who said she was the face of Tampax? She was literally just doing an ad. And this kind of like brought out like so many TERFs, trans exclusionary radical feminists out of the woodworks to just rip into her, calling her a man, saying all this transphobic shit towards her. And then something else happened where, you know, Bud Light, I think, sent her sent her a can of beer. And I think her face was on one of them. This triggered conservatives so much. And it's so... At first, it was kind of funny because it was like, are you really getting this triggered over her face being on one can of Bud Light? But then it started going into like really scary territory where people were sending her death threats. I think Marjorie Taylor Greene even called her a pedophile for advertising a box of Bud Light. I mean, I go on Facebook sometimes, only when I'm bored. But the amount of boomers on that app that are still talking about this, are still talking about the whole Bud Light controversy, making fun of them, saying dumping out their Bud Light, like that's really going to affect anyone at all. I mean, I cannot even imagine how Dylan feels in all of this her just doing two ads because she's a social media influencer. People do that. But for some reason, people are getting so upset over it. And I don't even think she's going around like talking about politics all that much. She's literally just existing. She's literally just posting videos of herself as a trans woman. And that's triggering these people so much. Like it's, I've seen younger and younger and younger people start to say all this shit, like calling themselves, you know, radical feminists. And then you go in their videos and it's them being transphobic. And it's like, I will never understand people that are like they don't agree with with transgenderism because you will probably never know what it's like to experience gender dysphoria. So why don't you just keep your mouth shut? Because they do not need to hear the shit. I mean, I will never understand why people take pleasure in further discriminating a group of people that have already been so, so, so treated. They've treated. They've been treating treated horribly for so long you're going to continue to bash them and accuse them of not being you know whatever gender that they want to present as you're just going to rip into them for no reason it makes no sense to me you have nothing better to do you're just being transphobic for no reason you have nothing better to do in your lives so you want to go online and accuse this girl of being a pedophile because she advertised a box of tampons and some Bud Light. I mean, that is just pathetic. And these conservatives, these boomers are the same people calling leftists snowflakes. Really? You're going to call me a snowflake? You're a fucking snowflake. Sorry. <laughs> I need to take a, I need to take a breather. Probably the last thing that really bothers me is the TikTokification of other social media apps. I think, I mean, other social media apps are starting to notice like, oh, TikTok is like a very, very like specific like formula that they use and it's working very well because so many people are on that app now and like social media accounts social medias like twitter instagram facebook they've been here for a lot longer and i don't even think they have the same amount of i mean tiktok hasn't even been an an app for very long only probably like since 2015 i believe and they're already so 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 popular and influential that other other apps are like okay where Instagram is going to add reels, which is basically just people uploading their TikToks, but on Instagram. Um, same thing on Facebook, because Facebook and Instagram are, you know, basically kind of the same thing. Uh, even on Snapchat. Who even uses Snapchat, like, to you? Like, 
who is scrolling on Snapchat like it's TikTok? Like, although I do enjoy going on TikTok sometimes and I do enjoy sending like pet videos to my friends and like watching my friends really funny TikToks. I mean, there are just so many problems with that app. And I honestly do think my life would improve significantly if I just deleted that app. But I honestly don't think I'm going to be deleting, deleting it anytime soon because it is just it's. I mean, everyone uses it now. Literally everyone. Everyone's always talking about what they saw on TikTok. I mean, I, I'm i always saying like, hey, did you see that one TikTok? Like, it's going to be really difficult for me to be able to delete that app. And I've been very good of very, uh, lately about deleting my, um, I deleted my Twitter. I made a new one, but I don't follow anyone on it. I, I rarely go on Instagram anymore. The only thing I really use is Reddit. But like TikTok is going to be really hard for me to delete because I I feel like I'm going to lose all my all the friends I've made on the app. I'm not going to be able to see what my friends are posting anymore. And it's just really scary for me. But I hope one day I'll be able to delete it for good. And I honestly think my life will improve so much if I just do that. But you got to give me some time. I hope you enjoyed the show. This final episode, I just wanted to relax and go through a list of some things that personally frustrate me because I'm chronically online and I complain about a lot of things. Thanks for listening and I hope to see you in season two if that ever happens.